Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with day three of our In the Hands of a Fiercely Tender God devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And this one has the scripture all up in it, just like the past few days. Uh, so Tori's going to take it from here. Perfect. Let's do it. Today's devotional is titled Cry, and it says this. Before my son spoke his first word, he had physically suffered more than most adults have in their lifetime. Every month he was afflicted with high fevers that left him limp in my arms for days and nights. His mouth broke out in sores, his joints hurt, and he suffered from chronic skin rashes and intestinal pain. He was intolerant of multiple foods, and what was a simple cold for most children meant weeks and months of health complications for Jeremy. I will never forget the night he stopped breathing, and my husband and I rushed him to the emergency room just a mile up the road from us. My precious child, my only son, suffered in ways that wrecked this mama's heart. On my son's healthier days, I challenged him to develop new skills, stretched him beyond his comfort zone, and was delighted to see him do things independently. But on his days of pain and illness, I scooped him into my arms and looked and listened attentively to his every cry and discomfort. Even as a weary, sleepless, often overwhelmed and anxious mama, I wanted to meet his every need comfort him and track down the best medical care possible before he even learned to tell me what was wrong or ask me for what he needed jeremy would cry out in his pain for me and that alone stirred my heart to love in ways i'd never known before i can only imagine how much more our perfect parent who is never tired or anxious and always knows what is wrong with us and what to do about it, longs to take care of us when we cry to him. Imagine how his heart feels when we weep and wail in pain. For years, I have loved Isaiah 63, 9 for the glimpse it gives us into God's heart. It says, in all their suffering, he suffered and the angel of his presence saved them. He redeemed them because of his love and compassion. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of the past. The God who suffers in you and with you wants you to cry to him, wants you to pour out your heart like water before the Lord's presence. Like a small child in pain, you may not have words for your suffering, Maybe sometimes all you can do is writhe and flail, weep and wail. Other times you can use the words of the psalmist to express your longings. Whether we have words or just groans, we can cry to God, knowing he understands our suffering and will carry us through it with his love and compassion. The beauty of spending so many years crying out to God is that I can look back to see he has always answered me. So I can trust he will answer me again. He will love me through this. He will comfort me. Again and again, I have experienced the truth of Isaiah 66, 13. As a mother comforts her son, so I, God, will comfort you. As my son used to cry out for me in his misery, I would drop everything to comfort and care for him. So I cry out to the God of all comfort. And from the depths of your own suffering, you can cry out to him too. 
and experience his perfect comfort once again. Oh, how he loves you. That's really deep. My mama heart. Yeah, it's really good too. I like that it's not just painting this perfect picture of hardship where there's, I don't want to say this false hope, but there's this, um, this form of happiness that just is surrounded like a lot of, uh, cultural Christianity mm-hmm. where we're just like, put a smile on, like things are great. God loves you, you know, but it's just honest about crying out to the Lord. And there's so many Psalms that we can read and you hear people like David cry out and he says, Lord, why have you turned your face from me? Like, where are you? And we need to be the same. And I haven't fully processed this thought. So take this with a grain of salt. Tor and I, I mean, we're not theologians. You know, I don't pastor. You know what I mean? Like, so we're just people just like you sharing and processing things. So take this with a grain of salt. But I loved what that author wrote about God desires for us to cry out to him. Because I feel like we're missing out on intimacy with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I feel like we will celebrate the Lord when things are good, but we will hide when things are bad because it'll almost skew our 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 vision of him. It'll mm-hmm. it'll hurt our impression of him yeah. because like where is God when things are bad? Mm-hmm. And we're only experiencing this Christianity where like everything is awesome all the time, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, that's, that's not, that's not yeah. real. Yeah. Um, when you look at, and I, I don't, I want to say this, um, cautiously, but just remember 11 of the 12 disciples were murdered, murdered. These were the people closest to Jesus. Jesus was crucified. We just learned at a sermon tonight that that was the most harsh and cruel way that you could be killed. And when you look at those things, it's just like the world is, is a hard place. Mm-hmm. And when you read that scripture from Isaiah and you're just like, oh, wow, the Lord is with me in my sufferings. He suffered. And there's that emotional and spiritual intimacy that we're missing out on yeah. when we fail to cry out to him, mm-hmm. when we fail to run to him and find comfort. And the only comfort that he can give, it's not the comfort of a new car. It's not the comfort of that relationship. It's not the comfort of this, 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 and that. It's the comfort of the holy, righteous, loving, merciful God that transcends all understanding. Mm-hmm. That whenever we go to the buffet of our wants and needs, we can't get that there. Yeah. We can only get this from God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I'm not saying this all the time, I think it's important for us to be stripped away of the things that we're finding pseudo comfort in and experience true comfort in the, in the son of man. Yeah. I remember sharing this honestly years ago. I don't know if it was even before we were trying to conceive or not, but I always looked forward to parenthood because I really believed it would give me a new vision for the way God loves that a kind of, um, version of it that I knew I wouldn't be able to experience until I was a parent. And now like reading this as a mom, I know, I can't imagine her pain because Micah is not in that same like physical condition as she was talking about her child. But Mm -hmm. I know just in the couple, you know, weeks that Micah was having a harder time, like with his tummy and he would cry and it was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know even what was wrong, but all I wanted was for him to be comforted. And to think about when we cry out to God, not only does he know what's wrong, 
he knows exactly how to comfort us and he can actually bring healing. Like for me, all I desired in those moments when Micah would cry is like, I just wanted to make him feel better and I didn't know how to, but how beautiful is it that when we cry out to God, he knows exactly what to do every single time. And it's not even that he's going to fix it, right? It's not even that like, he's going to be like, and you no longer feel bad or this situation is removed, but he knows exactly how to comfort us and meet us there as we cry out. And I'm also comforted in the scripture. And she was talking about it in here of like, sometimes when we're crying, we don't even know like the words to cry. And I think what's beautiful about the Holy spirit is that he interprets the groans of our hearts and he prays in accordance to God's will on our behalf and how beautiful that is with the Trinity and how that works with our life. And I love what you said. I mean, it's just, I think we're missing out on intimacy with God when we don't feel comfortable to just lay Mm -hmm. everything out at his feet. I think that's what I was trying to say is that I know that you and I have never felt closer than when we've been close to breaking. Yeah. And if everything is just rainbows and unicorns all the time, we're not going to grow in depth and and closeness and intimacy and connection and communication. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not, of course, saying that these hardships are only for that reason. What I'm saying is, is that we can do our best to try to extract beauty from it, beauty from the ashes. So, um, and honestly, I wouldn't get rid of those hardships. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, everyone's situation is different, but from what we've experienced, I, for the closest we have now, yeah, I wouldn't get rid of the, some of those hardships. Even though things would be easier, we wouldn't be as close as we are. So true. Want to pray something out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that we don't have to put on a mask with you, that we don't have to come to you and pretend like everything is okay, God, that we can be fully transparent and honest with you in every single season of our life about every single thing that we might be going through, big or small, God, that you care, Lord. The beautiful reality that you care and you know, and you want to meet us there, and you want to comfort us, and you want to heal us, Father. I just pray that over our listeners today, that they would find comfort and healing in your presence, that they would feel a deeper level of intimacy with you as they cry out with not the perfect words, not the perfect prayer, no religiosity inside of it, God, but true intimacy because they are in relationship with you. Lord, we love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci.